Don't panic him. Don't only poetry. Welcome to the 64th episode of the Even the Little Things podcast. Yes, today we'll be discussing the book After by Anna Todd. Yeah, so if that sounds interesting, stick around. Before we start, we just want to remind everyone that we're not professionals in any fields and that this podcast is just about the big and even the little things teens go through. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the Even Little Things podcast. Duani and I are really excited for this episode because we decided that we are going to be starting a new series on this podcast where we read books so you don't have to. Um, and the first book we decided to choose um, is After by Anna Todd. Um, so I know a lot of you probably have heard of uh, the movie, the movies, and maybe a lot of you have also heard of like the book series and the history history behind that and everything and so Duane and I just decided that we're going to read it and we have a lot of things to say about it so we're really excited to get into that but before we do that we're just going to do a little ramble a little talk about what we've been going through and things like that any anything we want to say um and also side note we're really sorry that there was an episode last week we were just really busy with finishing up school before winter break and um it's just a really busy time for us seniors so we appreciate your patience and everything like that and we're really excited to get this episode out for you this week so Duani, do you have anything to ramble about um I just like school ended last Friday and it's like Wednesday right now and I just like feel so much like happier like it's just I don't feel stressed at all I mean there are like certain like homework and things that I have to finish before school starts again in January but like it's just been so relaxing like I've gotten so much time to read um so much time to like just do whatever I want and it's just been so nice like I've just been going to work hanging out with people you know um and just been like reading, painting, watching TV, and just relaxing, and it feels like it's been such a long time since I've gotten to just do that, so not really excited for school to start again, but like so far, I've just, I don't know, I've just been really just enjoying break. I think it's been a really good time for everyone to just take time for themselves, because I know with like school, it's just been so hard, and there, it's not just like just school there's so many activities that we're all involved in and college applications and Duani just started a new job so I know that's been really busy for her and just like everything I feel like has just been really stressful and overwhelming so I'm really glad that um you're able to take that time and like do things you want to do and you like to do um because it's definitely it can be definitely like really overwhelming and there's just a lot of things that like go on um in our lives right now um and you know that's part of the reason why we couldn't record an episode last week um but yeah I'm so glad that you're you've been able to like you know take that time and like do the things you want to do um because I know how much you just like love to I know how much you need that time um and me too it's just been so busy um I got my booster shot today which has been really exciting um I'm not in any pain I just took a really long nap um my arm just kind of hurts but that's kind of it so yeah if you're eligible make sure you go get that booster shot um and what else I've been up to um well today I also like finished 600 pages of this book um because I was reading it on my phone and the book on my phone is like 800 pages I'm not even joking it's ridiculous (laughs) Yeah, this book is just, I, I just can't believe how long it is. It's like painful to get through it. And it's like, it's unnecessarily long too, because it's yeah. the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. And it's, there's like nothing new. It's like, oh, this happened. And it's like, obviously, you know what's going to happen. And then it happens <laughs> again. And then you like pick up like, oh, this is, mm-hmm. these are the two things that are just going to keep happening back and forth. Like it was one star it was terrible yeah um and then I also ordered some photos so like you know how you can like print photos at like a pharmacy I ordered Mm -hmm. some photos so I can put them on my wall because I have some empty space and there's so many cute photos and I was like oh I just want to print them and put them on my wall and there's cute photos Donnie and I so I printed some and I'm I'm really excited to have them in my room and I'll definitely send you a text Donnie of like the pictures when they're done when they're up because I think I'm going to pick them up tomorrow and try to try to decorate if I'm not feeling too like disgusting because I heard that everyone was like 
a lot of people have been telling me they were like fine the first couple hours and then afterwards they were just like yucky so we'll see how I feel um but that's gonna definitely that's gonna happen um anything else on your end um no it's just yeah um I got my booster too on Monday and like the first day it was fine and then the second day I was just like wiped out like it just hurt so much but um now I'm like feeling fine since my arms are getting sore but other than that I'm feeling a little more protected against COVID hopefully because yeah it's spreading again yay Mm -hmm. and then I know that um lots of colleges are going um online for like their winter semester or whatever so this is just bringing back like 2020 all over again and it's not fun I know it's like 2022 no 2020 part two (laughs) um I'm yeah I I really hope we don't have to go online for school again because I think that I really enjoy like being in person again and it's been really good to be like back in that groove but I understand for like safety we might have to and unfortunately that's really that's really sad. So I just really hope that I, if you haven't already, if you're if you're eligible, I encourage you, Duani and I both encourage you to get vaccinated. If you've gotten vaccinated, we encourage you to get the booster shot. Um, it's it's great and you're gonna help a lot of people. So yeah. Yeah, definitely get it if you can. Um it's just spreading again, and I really don't want a repeat of quarantine. Yeah, I don't think anyone does. So, um, you know, just to protect yourself and others, we really recommend. Um, not that we're like ads or sponsored or anything. It's just our personal, personal choice and belief. And we really encourage everyone to um, get that vaccine. So I guess that's kind of it for our ramble. Um, and I'm really excited to talk about after. So I think the first thing we should talk about, <laughs> I guess we should kind of just like explain to everyone the plot. Um, <laughs> so I guess we just, go back and forth and like say the plot so do you want to start like where it starts yeah like the prologue I guess yeah I guess like yeah just kind of like explain what the book's about and then we can kind of like go into like characters and our thoughts and things like that just so everyone has like some context okay so honestly like does this book even have a plot I don't know but um I'm just gonna read to you what the description says in like a summary. So basically there's like this girl and she's like innocent and naive, blah, 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 you know the type. And then you got the the bad boy with the tattoos and um, the black clothes and the rude personality, right? And so she like runs into him and um, you know, they meet, like obviously he's rude and she doesn't like that, but you know, how do I like even explain this? Like there is literally no plot to this. Like they just, they meet because they have like the same friend group, I guess. And then they just like get closer until like a relationship forms, but it's not really a relationship. There's lots of stuff happening in between. And it's just like their, their um, love story journey, I guess. But is it even a love story? Who even knows? Like, I don't, I don't understand this book. Maybe Hannah knows a better way to describe it because I'm confused, lost. I would say um, that's pretty much it. But I would say like to go into more detail, like Tessa, uh, um, she's like really sheltered and she basically just does what everyone else tells her to do. And she's like the definition of a good girl, which we're going to talk about later because I had a lot of problems with like the weird stereotypes they placed on people. But yeah, she's like the typical good girl. And she has a boyfriend named Noah who's still in high school and her mom's really controlling. And it's like her first year at Washington Central University, which I think is really funny because Duani and I live in Washington. So I was like, that's not a real university, but I can imagine like I guess kind of what school it would be. Um, and so she's there, it's like first year and her roommate is like named Steph and her roommate Steph is like a baddie. <laughs> I don't want to say that because I feel like I'm stereotyping people and I really don't like the stereotypes in this book. And Steph is friends with Harden um, who is the baddie boy or whatever. And like, there was like random moments in the book where they mentioned like random piercings he has. And like, they've never mentioned that before. And it caught me so off guard. Like it was so out of pocket. Like randomly she'd be like, I'm staring at his um, eye piercing, his eyebrow piercing. Oh my God, his lip piercing. And I'm like, why does he, number one, like where did these piercings come out of? Like, wh- like what? Um, 
like just weird just I don't know I, I don't think you need to have like a million piercings to piercings to be a baddie and also like people who have piercings don't aren't like bad people or don't aren't like gothic or like bad people I just don't like the weird stereotypes like I'm just gonna stop there but they meet and like basically Tessa cheats on her boyfriend with Harden like four different times and then um they finally get together and like they get this apartment and then like she helps him like with his nightmares and his relationship with his dad which is like a weird thing but he like keeps getting to fights and he fights with her like I'm not joking every single chapter they fight they fight they fight and then they make out like right after they fight so it's really weird if you've heard this song like hot and cold by Katy Perry that's kind of what it's like (laughs) except more toxic um uh yeah and then there's like this oh my god I'm trying to forget and then like then you find out in the end that it's really gross it's like actually really disgusting that this whole like relationship was like a bet and he like betted that he would like like he would like take her virginity or whatever and and he gets like money like who's like a money bet and it's just really disgusting like thinking that the whole relationship was just like fake and gross and that and just like the constant fighting and like everything and I couldn't really tell you what the plot was it's just like Duani said it's just a relationship but that's kind of like what the story was like mostly about and we can get into specifics later but that's just to fill you in on the context of the story or the movie because we saw the movie and I I would say it's pretty similar yeah it's it's pretty much the same Mm -hmm. they're both terrible yeah they're both really bad also Duane and I watched half of the second movie and um that was also bad but there is like a scene from the second movie that was in the first the first book I realized that yeah I think so yeah but anyways that's kind of like the context if you have never heard of it or read it before and then also like just the authorial background um the author uh this was originally published on Wattpad and it was (laughs) sorry it was a harry styles fan fiction you can so... like clearly tell this is what <laughs> had like it's it's just so bad it's like it's... oh yeah this is something that you would read on Wattpad. <laughs> but it's like worse like i've read better books on Wattpad. this is like horrendous <laughs> um also i heard that harry styles has anna todd blocked on twitter <laughs> yeah apparently like there was something happened that's why she had to like change harry to like harden which also by the way harden is such an ugly name like you could choose so many better h names like there's holden um i can't really think of any other ones but i'm sure there's a ton of harrison hunter um hugo i don't know just harden it's just like one of those typical bad boy names in literature. Like I know the Ashers and the Jaxes of the world. Like it's the, it goes it goes the same. Um, and speaking of characters, I feel like we should get into that. Like, what did we think? First of all, let's talk about Tessa because I absolutely hated her because what she would do is like she was like clearly the victim in certain situations. Like I would feel really bad for her, but also I couldn't feel bad for her because she was so judgmental towards everybody and everything like there's certain quotes I have like I highlighted certain parts of the books like here let me try to find it but she would just like slut shame everybody like she would slut shame everybody and then she's the one who like cheated on her own boyfriend like four different times and she and she was just like horrible she was just like a horrible (laughs) person and then but she acted like a victim like all the time she's like why are you putting me in this place but then she would like put herself through those things I exactly like I mean I get that you know the whole relationship was terrible and the way that he like treated her but then she would like call like okay other girls like slut and like stuff like that and and she okay there's like nothing wrong with like dressing how do I say this like there's nothing wrong with how anyone dresses. Like, you can dress, um, provocative, why can I not come up with words? <laughs> Provocatively? Yeah, provocatively. Or you can dress, like, modestly. Yeah, modest. modest. I was gonna say moderate, but I was like, that just makes sense. Yeah. You can dress, like, modestly or provocative, and it doesn't matter, but she was yeah. so 
judgy and she's like this girl wears like short dresses and it's like <laughs> everything's showing like this is so terrible like why is she like this and then like she would just judge other girls and I was like okay first of all there's like nothing wrong okay there's nothing wrong with either way you can dress however right. you want but for her to just be like constantly judging people and then when people called her when people called her a prude she got like annoyed and I was like you're doing the exact same thing so like you can't oh, really a hypocrite in that situation. I know. And here's an exact quote for reference, okay? Um, so the context is her roommate's getting ready for a party. Um, so it says, the roommate says, I said, let's get ready. You can help me pick out my outfit, she says. The dresses she picks out are so inappropriate that I keep looking around for a hidden camera and someone to jump out and tell me this is all a joke. I cringe at each one and she laughs, obviously finding my distaste humorous. The dress, no. This piece of scrap, no, piece of scrap material she chooses is a black fishnet, which lets her red bra show through. The only thing keeping her from showing her entire body is a solid black slip. The dress barely reaches the top of her thighs, and she keeps tugging the material up to reveal more leg, then back to reveal more cleavage. The heels of her shoes are at least four inches tall. Her flaming red hair is pulled into a wild bun with curls escaping down to her shoulders, and her eyes are lined with blue and black liner, somehow even more than she had on before yeah I, I remember reading that and I was like what does it matter to you how people yeah, dress like they don't dress like you it doesn't like automatically make it like oh is this a joke or whatever like if you don't like dressing that way whatever just like don't you know there's no need to like judge other girls and then yeah. there's like this other scene where she's like fighting with Harden and it's like literally page like 60 um <laughs> out of like 600 or whatever and she's like you know nothing about my life you condescending jerk I got my own job as soon as I turned 16 to help with bills and I happen to like my clothes sorry if I don't dress like a slut like all girls around you for someone who tries too hard to stand out and be different you sure are judgmental about people who are different from you and that just made me laugh because that whole sentence is so contradictory to each other she's like sorry if I don't dress like a slut, like all girls, all girls around you. And then she goes, you sure are judgmental about people who are different from you. Aren't aren't you being judgmental about people who are just different than you? Like, like, it's just just so confusing. Like, I absolutely hate her. Like, I hate both both the characters. I know, I hate both of them. Like, they just, they just suck. And then here's another quote where she's judging Harden. And she goes, if anything, he should be grateful that I'm not judging him for the way he has destroyed his bodies with holes and tattoos. And I wrote here, I wrote in my notes, girl, you are literally judging him right now. Like what? How can you write the sentence? He should be glad I'm not judging him for destroying his body when you literally just said destroying his body. Like people choosing to get a tattoo or a piercing or dressing the way they want to is not destroying their body. That's how they want to like express themselves and that should be their decision just like it's her decision to dress more modestly and both things as we said are okay and you can dress the way you want to without judging other people you know what I mean or other people's lifestyles it's ridiculous the way she acts yeah and there's like okay and if you read the book you know that there's this girl named like Molly and she doesn't have like good intentions with Harden or Tessa or whatever but like there's this part where she goes, I don't care how good he looks or how skanky Molly is dressed. She's so irritating with her stupid pink hair and her skanky clothes. She is a slut. Like, because she has <laughs> pink hair and she wears, like, provocative clothing, it makes her a slut. Like, I don't understand it. And she's like, I'm surprised by my thoughts and my anger toward her. But it's true. And I really don't like her. I don't, I don't think I've actually ever called anyone a slut, even in my head. Like, girl girl (laughs) no but like the number of times she uses the word slut whore jerk skank to describe the people in her life it's horrendous like and then as you said she gets really mad whenever anybody else brings up the fact that like you know she's less experienced than them she's younger she dresses more modestly like she gets so mad when people judge her for that, but then she turns it around and judges them right back. And that's my problem with her because she's she's claims like she's like the martyr for like um like being a good person and like morally right. But everything she's done in this 
book is just so morally wrong. And like back to like, not even just her judging woman, but she's just like a horrible person. Like she cheats on her boyfriend so many times. Like she cheats on Noah like four different mm-hmm. times. And then there's this part, uh, I'll try to find it like maybe in a couple minutes, but like there's this part where she's like, oh, um, I just, I know I have to break up with Noah, but I think I'll regret it. Like, what if I regret it? I'm a girl, girl. Like if you regretted that, why would you cheat on him? in the first place like if you're gonna regret breaking up with him why would you even like cheat on him in the first place like if you love him so much as you claim or you even like care about like other people the first second you have like this thought of like oh I like someone else or even like anything like that or cross any sort of boundaries you should break up just so that you can like just just for the sake of the other person because it's really disrespectful in a relationship to like cross those boundaries and like break those promises like it's just really morally wrong and the fact that she's like thinking of herself in that situation just shows like how selfish she is yeah like I just I don't understand it like you could have just broken up with your boyfriend before and then like she got mad when Harden told her to like tell Noah like what she's been doing and so he like forced her to and then she got mad at him and I was like why are you mad at him like he doesn't have a girlfriend you're the one that has a boyfriend and you're the one that's cheating he's not cheating you are and so it gives you no right to be mad at him you should be ashamed of yourself and then there was like another scene or something where Noah comes back and there's like Harden and they're both like fighting over her and she like she she's so mean to Noah for like no reason and I do not understand like if you've read the book I I don't know why you would ever go back to him like I, I just don't understand why she chooses him over and over again when he like when he's terrible towards her and then she like okay did I mention the amount of times she's cried in this book? I think I highlighted yeah. like 20 times at least that she's cried. And it's so yeah. irritating. Like, girl, if he's making you cry, yeah, and if he's terrible, it's at this point, it's like your fault for going back to him. Like, I, I don't know what else to tell you. I know. So like, I don't really know what to say because I'm just going to say like, this is a very toxic relationship. Like, every single chapter they fight and then they fight and then somehow like I don't even know how to describe it but like all of a sudden she gets in her head she's like oh but Harden loves me oh Harden has this issue oh um Harden says something and I giggle and then they like make out I'm not even joking like they will fight like a huge like explosive fight like breakup worthy fight and then all of a sudden like two seconds later like there's like a weird switch but it's not explained at all like it's just like all of a sudden she's like laughing and like he's like oh you're so cute and it's just weird and like they never apologize to each other like to be honest, they are toxic towards each other because she, like, he manipulates her in, like, weird ways. Like, there's things I've highlighted where it's, like, very clear, like, manipulation and just gross behavior. But then she's also, like, um, she also just, like, does the same thing to him and, like, yells at him and, like, does crosses his boundaries. Like, there's this, like, one part where um, they're, like, talking to his parents and then, he her dad like invites them like his dad invites them to dinner and Harden's like no I don't really want to go to and then Tessa like just says it for them he's like yes we'll be over at his house like Tessa has like no idea what the relationship between him and his dad is and like that's his relationship like it's not her boundary to cross and like she just does that and is like I'm gonna fix you and like I don't want to say like I feel like I don't want to say like she puts herself in these situations because I think that she is being like manipulated in a way and like she she, he does like tell her things and like she kind of just like is really naive and just like accepts it but I also don't think it's fair to say like she's a victim because she keeps like she keeps like allowing like I don't want to say she allows it to happen but like she's just like okay with it and like every single time he does something bad to her she's like oh I love him like I don't know what to say like she just like 
I don't know. It's just so annoying because every single time they're a fight, she'd be like, Harden, I hate you. Don't ever talk to me again. And then two seconds later, he'll like say something to her or like manipulate her or like go past her boundaries and she'll be like, okay with it. Like she's like, oh, okay. I'm just going to get in the car with him. Oh, okay. I'm in his room. Oh, okay. You can stay over and watch this movie with me. You know, like she's just like, she says there's a boundary, but there isn't because she never creates an actual one and she doesn't actually stay away from him. Yeah. I like I have perfect examples of that. Let me try to find it. Um so there's like this one time that I can't remember what part of this there is, but they're like at his house with like Karen and Ken and whatever. Um and so they're like screaming at each other and um she's like and she yells at him and she goes you don't deserve any more of my time you don't deserve for me to even speak to you blah 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 and she goes um that's what you do ruin things every day and I'm done being one of those things and um like she's obviously mad and because he like did terrible things to her and then and then like one paragraph after that it goes I have no warning before he crushes his lips down on my force of his mouth, almost painful. And then like, she just, she just forgives him. Like, and he goes, I am so sorry for yelling at you that way. And then that's it. You're forgiven. And then um, here's, um, here's another time where again, they're yelling and he like says something. It's about like, again, that father thing where she just doesn't understand that some things people don't have to like tell you right then and there again and they haven't like known each other for a long time it's been like a few months right and so he goes don't tell me how to talk to my father worry about your own relationship with your own father before you try to meddle with mine so there's just like talk all this like toxic things to each other and then um she goes and she's like crying again and she goes yeah it always just comes out doesn't it and then he's like Tess like I'm so sorry like blah 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 and then um and then she goes no I keep coming around because I love you and then he goes oh what you love me and then everything is forgiven like it just happens over and over again and the amount of times he's like I won't do it again. I swear. Give me another chance. Just tell me you won't leave me. Don't leave me. Don't go. I won't do it again. It's like, how many, like, haven't you gotten the hint already? Like, how many more times does it have to happen for you to, like, understand? Like, at this point, it's, like, not even, like, you being naive. It's just you being stupid. And I don't know, like, are you really desperate or something? Like, I don't understand. It's just so dumb. Yeah, and I think that like for a lot of people in toxic relationships, they're not necessarily they nec- sometimes they don't necessarily know that they're like in a toxic relationship. But like Tessa is like very aware. Like there's this line, um, it's so bad. It's she goes, she goes, How does he go from yelling at me to this? And why do I like it so much? I have no words. Like, girl, you know that it's not a healthy like she knows. Like, do you know what I mean? Like like she's she's so aware of it like remember I remember like so many times like reading passages where she's just like oh he's yelling at me he's horrible I hate him I really don't like him I don't like it when he does this blah 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 blah. this relationship is not a good relationship but then like two seconds later she will be like oh my god this is the best thing ever we're making out right now this is great like you know do you know what I mean like she just keeps going back and forth and then she gets really upset when he goes back and forth with her and it's like you're doing it to him too. Like you were literally going back and forth with him too. And I think like I wrote this down, but I think the main things that I've like picked up is like Tessa crosses so many boundaries and she feels entitled to know everything. Like she's really judgmental, number one. Number two, she like crosses so many boundaries with people and like she feels entitled to know everything. Like she's like, who are you calling? Like, um, I'm gonna like invite myself over to your dad's wedding like she's like over at his parents like his parents house and like baking cookies with his like stepmom and like like getting internships from his like dad and like crossing boundaries and it's just like what if like your boyfriend didn't want you to like like what if there's like what if Harden had like you like he she doesn't know the relationship Harden has with his dad and like I think relationships with people's parents are very like personal like they can choose like how that relation they're like all adults right so they can choose how that relationship is and for certain people like it's not a healthy relationship and they really don't want to have a relationship with these people and she like 
forces him to have a relationship with her with his dad even like after like she explained he explains like why it's not a good relationship you know what I mean like after he explains it it's so weird because too like after he explains like why he and his dad like have a bad relationship it's like like kind of weirdly brushed off and then they go to his wedding (laughs) you know what I mean like I think it's so weird (laughs) and then second Harden he's toxic because he's manipulative he's like violent and he's like very forceful like there's so many times where like Tessa and this is where I feel bad for Tessa because I really do think that like this is not her fault but like there's so many times where she's like no I don't want to spend time with you please don't please respect me and he's like no get in the car no let me in no um come here come do this do this with me um get in my car like he's really forceful like she's like I don't want you to be in here I have a boyfriend I'm trying to respect this boundary and he's like no I want to have I want to watch this movie with you let me in please and he like manipulates her and does this weird thing so it's like really weird because I feel bad for her because he's obviously like very forceful and manipulative but at the same time she like stands no ground and she is very aware of this like toxicity and she just like like allows like she just like allows it every single time because she's like I'm in love yeah like I I don't understand like is it even love or is it just manipulation and somehow it turns into like whatever this um weird idea of love that you have because like both of them are so terrible for each other like I don't I don't I just don't like when I read the whole book like I don't understand the chemistry between them because they have none like it's the same pattern of she does something he does something they yell at each other then they make up then it's he does something she does something they yell at each other and they make up like that's the same pattern of the book over and over again and like at, at a point, you like you have to start wondering, like, what is the point of this whole relationship if all you're gonna do is just yell at each other every two seconds and then like have makeup sex and then like call it a day? Like, I just, I don't understand. Like, it's not even. <laughs> I know. It's not even like entertaining anymore. Like, it's like it's interesting. Like the first or second time it happens, but when it happens for like the tenth time, you start to get bored because there's nothing new in this relationship. Yeah. You know, there's like no. I mean, you don't, like, look for drama in books, but, like, it makes the book more exciting when there's, like, things you don't see coming and things happening. But, like, when it's the same thing over and over again, you just, like, lose the excitement, and then it just becomes, like, a chore to read such a long book when there's, when you know that nothing else is going to happen except just the two of them doing the same thing over and over again. And, um, and God forbid that there's like even more books after this. This is the only first one in the series. I can't even imagine how terrible the other ones must be. Like, what what more could you possibly have? Like, in the end of the book, she finds out that it's a bet, right? Because they're playing truth or dare yeah. at like the part at, at some party that she went to, and she finds out that you know it was a dare. Um, and like when she lost her virginity to him he like kept the sheets to like show them like here's proof and I just think that's so disgusting and like so utterly wild that like I would never take him back but I can just imagine with the amount of books there are she obviously does so like I just don't understand like what the point of this relationship is like you two are terrible for each other like you don't match there's nothing good there's nothing beneficial and it's just it's absolutely terrible so like I'm just confused as to why people like this book or what they find in it it's it's not even romantic like it's honestly kind of concerning because I know that there's like probably certain people who read this book and they're like oh this is the best couple ever best relationship ever and that's really concerning because like I would hate for somebody to read this and like base a relationship like their own relationship off of this because without it like I don't I don't think this was intentional like unintentionally this book perfectly represents like cycles of abuse I'm not joking like there's there's like a like in health class they like taught us about like different like cycles and things like that and one of the things was like a cycle of abuse like what people like will go through like if they're being like abused by their partner and like this is exactly it like there's first it's like everything is good and then they have like a fight and then there's like a 
take me back period. And then they do it all over again. And this is exactly what's happening. Like they, they are good. They're like in love with each other. And then there's like a little scuffle, like a fight. And then there's like, and then they're like, oh, I'll never do it again. Like, please take me back. And then they're in the honeymoon phase again. And it happens like all over again. And like, it perfectly represents the cycle of abuse. But the problem is that the author didn't write this to be like, hey, this is what an abusive relationship looks like. She wrote this to be like, this is cute. This is romantic. This is love. And as Duana keeps saying, like, I really don't think that there's actual love in this relationship because I don't even know their relationship is not even based upon like, mutual anything because he pursued her to win this bet and she was just like she had never been in like a situation like this and she was like young and she was like oh like I want to like try this and like you know like it's not it wasn't like based upon like anything and she was kind of manipulated into this relationship with him and his his like beginnings their like relationship the foundation of the relationship is like based on like lies and like violence and just like toxicity and I don't think it's healthy at all and I really would hate for someone to read this book and be like oh I want a relationship like them and there's so many like there's like a ship name for them like hashtag Hessa and like and it's like I really don't think that we should be like romanticizing toxic relationships because this is like the definition of a toxic relationship like I know people like kind of like use the term like gaslight manipulation toxic just like in everyday language but this is like the actual definition of what an abusive relationship looks like it's like very toxic and again like if you read it like it honestly makes me feel so disgusted like yes we don't like test but like also it makes me really disgusted that this whole thing was for a bet and he like saved the sheets and like showed them like I'm not gonna say because it's really explicit like other things to like prove that their relationship was like intimate and it's just like really gross and really disgusting and honestly like when I read that I was like oh my god like how could and like we know they get back together so it's like how how like why I just don't understand. Like, it's not romantic at all. Yeah, like, how does anyone even, like, forgive someone after that? Like, I know I would never. And, um, again, like, we all know, like, it ends in a bet. And he's, like, he's he's obviously, like, you know, yeah, it was meant to be a bet. But then I fell in love with you. And then I, and I mean it. Like, I am in love with you. And it was never about the bet anymore. And I've read similar books like that where, like, it like started out like something similar like where it might have been a joke or whatever but then like the person actually falls in love and you can like see that throughout the book and it's like okay yeah this person might have meant it as a joke in the beginning and it's still hurtful when you like find out and whatever but like you can tell that the person fell in love but with this Mm. book you really can't like with their actions it's this is like not love and I mean I'm not want to say that I know what love is because I've never experienced it before but like from what I know in general like anyone can come to the conclusion that this is not what love is like it's not you know screaming at each other every other day and then forgiving the other person while making them cry while making them angry like I don't I, I don't think anyone with like a sane mind would think that this is what love is supposed to be like. So it's not like you can even tell in throughout the book that, oh, you know, he he actually fell in love with her. It just, it just seems like so dumb. And like mm-hmm. after he did say that I w- I'm in love with you and she just like left him there and they like try to talk afterwards. He goes, oh, did you actually think I loved you? Blah, 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 blah. No, I don't. And he just like upsets her even more. And then, you know, they scream, they argue and it's the same thing. And it's like, like, who are you even supposed to believe? Like, this is not what love is. And I just, I like, um, like Hannah said, we've only watched like maybe like a third or so of the second movie. It's like, I'm just, I'm so confused as to like how you can even build a relationship after that because I would never be able to trust him after that even if I forgave him and I took him back like I would it would it's such a terrible thing to be in a relationship and it could even be like a friendship 
or anyone that you're close to where you have to constantly worry about them and be like are they lying are they not are they lying are they not and that's exhausting like Mm -hmm. if um like if in our friendship with Hannah every single day I was wondering like oh is Hannah lying like is she doing this is she lying it's it's such a terrible way to live imagine in like a relationship and someone that you know you're going to spend the rest of your life with if you're just living every day like that it sounds terrible so like I'm not really sure what this author meant with this book because it's like it's absolute trash there's like nothing redeemable about this book or likable yeah, and I, I like the point you brought up where it's like there's other books like this, but it's very hard to tell in this one, like as you said, like what is real and what is not. Like at the end, I am confused about what is real and what is not because like there'll be moments where he's like actually very nice to her and he's like, oh, um, there's this like one part where I was like, oh, this is the only thing I liked. Where it was like um, she orders a burger and they like, she doesn't like ketchup and he remembers that and he tells the waiter like, oh, can you, like, bring her another one? She doesn't, like, catch up. And he remembers that about her. But then, like, looking back, I'm like, does he actually, like, like her? Or, like, did he actually, like, mean any of that? Or was he just doing that for a bet? And it's very hard to tell, like, because he goes so back and forth in the book, it's really, really hard to tell, like, as a reader. Not even just, like, yeah, just, like, as a reader, it's really hard to tell, like, what is real and what is not, and, like, that's the same thing Tessa is feeling, and I I feel like we should have a little bit more clarity, like, um, and I think that just goes into, like, writing style, like, editing, too, because this book is so long, like, as an ebook, it's 800 words, it's 800 pages, and as a regular book, I know that it's, like, over 500, so it's, like, really long, and all of it is the exact same, every single chapter starts the same way, it's, like, Tessa is, like, oh, you know, I'm worried about our relationship, but Harden is treating me nicely today, and then they'll do something, and then Harden says something really mean, or, like, walks off, and, like, goes away, and then she's, like, I hate Harden, I will never see him again, and then two seconds later Harden's at her door or like telling her to get inside the car or like they're together and he's like I love you and they make up and then like it's the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over again and it's boring like it's it's like pointless too like because there's no plot like it's just like this random girl and this random boy meet and this really toxic relationship and I feel like it would have maybe served better if the author's intention was to be like this is what a toxic relationship looks like and this is how this person like grew from that and like got out of this really bad relationship but instead it's just like oh this is normal (laughs) which is it's not normal though it's like it's not normal and as Dewani said like imagine if you were in a relationship or a friendship and you were constantly like fighting with somebody like let me tell you something. If I couldn't trust Dewani and we were like fighting every single day, like, and she would just like randomly show up to my house and be like, oh my God, um, I'm sorry for fighting with you. Let's be best friends again. And then like two seconds later, she'll text me and be like, I hate you. Like, I would just, that's sick. Like, that, that, I'd be sick of that. And like, it's just bad. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it's really unhealthy. And there's people who are like fans of this book who like say this is like, no like this is like um there's too many romance books that like idealize romance and like romance is like having a relationship is like a hard work and like you know this is like realistic but I really don't think this is realistic at all like I agree that like some romance books like romanticize like certain ideas and like people have like insta love or whatever but I really don't think that like this is like the exact opposite like this is like too toxic like I don't think this is like what a real realistic relationship should be like either like I really don't think so like yes relationships can be like some like hard work sometimes and like not everything is always gonna be like sunshine and rainbows but I also feel like if you're with the right person like they're never they're they shouldn't make you feel this way like they shouldn't make you feel like um you're a liar they shouldn't like manipulate you you shouldn't be having fights every single day like this and you should be able to like trust them and like actually know that what they're saying is true and they're not trying to like manipulate you or like get something from you yeah I totally agree like this and I know that this book was on Wattpad and it's like a lot of like or a lot of us like I didn't read it but I know like when we were younger like around maybe like five six years ago a lot of people have read it um and so it's just like makes you question like these types of things like when you read them at a young age like I was reading about this somewhere it's like 
when young people like read these types of books and they grow up on these types of books sometimes like they grow up thinking that this is normal like this is what every relationship is supposed to look like and then that just that isn't good like if you grow up thinking that this is what it's supposed to look like it's gonna cause you problems in the future because this is not what it's supposed to look like it's not supposed to be this sort of thing and so when you go looking for those kinds of things it's just it's just so unhealthy and people grow up with the wrong idea of love and it's like hard to fix that afterwards um so I just, I don't know. I think you should like take this book very lightly. This is not what love is supposed to look like. This is just a book that's been terribly written, but somehow, you know, <laughs> it went from what path to published to somehow made into movies. God knows how, but it happened. So um, just don't like, don't take this book to heart because I just, I can't, I still can't get over it. Like, I don't even know what I read, but it was like 600 pages of like pure crap. Yeah. That plus like, I know there's certain books that people are like, oh, this is a guilty pleasure. It's not even a guilty pleasure because I didn't even enjoy it. Like the entire time I was like, this is exhausting. Like actually exhausting. Like there's nothing redeemable about it. Like there is no... There was nothing that was funny to me at all. Like the only thing I thought was like funny or enjoyable was the part where um Tessa's mom like comes into their apartment and she's all like, my Teresa wouldn't be hanging out with out in some devil worshipers apartment in her pajamas on a Friday night. And that's not even supposed to be funny. It's just funny to me because it's just so judgmental and crazy. And like the devil worshipers thing that made me laugh it's not even supposed to be funny. Like, it's just funny to me. Um, Like, nothing about this is, like, enjoyable. Like, to be honest, like, if you're thinking, like, oh, should I read this for fun? I would say, like, try a different series because this isn't fun at all. Like, there isn't anything about this that is, like, fun. It's just, like, toxic and exhausting. And, like, if we were not doing this episode for the podcast, I would I would DNF this like I would not have finished it because I really struggled to get through it and um I read somewhere online that someone was like this is exactly like um 50 shades of gray but for like teenagers and I was like even then like just bad like this is just bad um and it's just like it's horrible like um there is like no redeeming characters like all the side characters are basically the same people. I'm not going to even lie. Like they're all the same people. And like her mom is like super judgmental. And so is she like Tessa's really judgmental and Harden's horrible. And like, there's nobody that's like good or like has any personality. Like there's this one character named Landon and his whole character arc is basically just telling Tessa stay away from Harden. Like Harden is bad news, like all this stuff. And then like, even Tessa's boyfriend, original boyfriend, Noah, like, he had such a weird relationship with her mom. Like, he would, like, this is so weird, but, like, he would, like, tell her mom things about their relationship. And then there's this part where um, Tessa's mom is, like, luckily, I have just spoken to him, and he has agreed to take you back despite your promiscuous behavior. And it's, like, are they in the 1700s? Why is her mom arranging this relationship? Why is this teenage boy discussing his relationship with his girlfriend's mom? Like, so weird. That's such a weird relationship. And like, literally nothing is enjoyable. Um, and um, I remember like in the second movie, there's this really funny scene where like Harden knocks down the door and it's so, un like everything about this is so unintentionally funny. Like not only is it just sad because of how toxic and horrible the relationship is, but sometimes the things they say are like unintentionally funny. And like they play on these stereotypes of like bad boy and like good girl. But I don't, I don't think that like we should like label people like that or like stereotype people. And it's just horrible. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just, it's not enjoyable. Honestly, it was, it was just terrible. I, I don't, I don't know why anyone would really pick up this book and be like, oh, I like this book. I want to read it. I want to read it. Like, I don't know. Maybe like four years ago when I read this on like Wattpad, 
I maybe I would have been like, oh, this is like okay, this is good, but like it's it's terrible. There's nothing good about this. I would not recommend it. Um, and like Hannah said, if it wasn't for this podcast, I would not finish it. It's just it took so much energy to even like get through it. Like I had to take a break like every 50 pages and like do something else or go on TikTok or like um just do something else because it was like it's so hard to just sit there and like read it all in like one one try because like other books I even if they are long like I know certain authors like they um make their books like really long I can sit there and I can like read it in one try but like only if it like interests me or I find it like even a little bit intriguing nothing about this book was any of that it was just plain bad the writing was bad it looked like um I don't even know how old Anna Todd is or when this book was written, but it looks like something that was written by like a 15 year old. And I'm pretty sure Anna Todd is like not 15. She's um, an adult. She's like 32. <laughs> and after Wait, it was someone written, was like, saying that like it was really inappropriate because at the time she was writing this, she was an adult and Harry Styles was like a teenager. Yeah, and she wrote this book like seven years ago. So that still makes her like 25. A 25-year-old writing this, it looks like some 15-year-old wrote this crap. So I don't really know. It's just a one out of five stars for me. Yeah. I don't want to yuck anyone's yum, but, <laughs> like, is this really your yum? Is this, like, I just feel like, and I also don't want to, like, mock, and like, I, like, honestly good for her like she got a book published and I'm not trying to like disrespect like writers or anything like that but like it's just it's bad and also there's no plot um because like I know a lot of people are like oh romance novels don't have plots um they do they have plots this one doesn't um but like for example let's let's do an example like um the deal by Al Kennedy that has a plot um Hannah Hannah is uh, like a really good student. She's like a singer um, and there's a star hockey player in her class named Garrett Graham and he's failing the class and he needs, he sees that she's good in the class and he asked her to tutor, he asked her to tutor him so he can stay on the team and in exchange, he will go um, play like wingman for her so that she can like finally date her crush um, and then they end up like falling in love. Like that. That is a plot. You know what I mean? Like there's a plot there. Another example, people we meet on vacation, Alex and Poppy, they've been best friends for a long time. They go on a vacation every single summer together and something like it makes them drift apart. And then this summer she asked him to go on another vacation so they can like rehash their issues and things like that. And it's about their relationship and the summers they've had together. That is a plot. Um, every, like, I, like, every single book has like a plot and I couldn't tell you really in clear detail like you know how I can say like the plot of the deal and people meet on vacation like two sentences could not tell you what the plot of this book was in two sentences like I would have to maneuver around a couple times like okay so Tessa and Harden meet she has a boyfriend he's a bad boy in quotation marks she's a good girl um yeah like and then like I guess the plot is that he's betting on her but I feel like if she wanted that to be the plot, then she should have set it up for the readers. Like we should have already known that this was like a bet. And so that at the end, it wasn't such a like a weird left hand move. Like, um, I know they call it like third quarter, like switch or turn around and like books. And I really hate that, like, because it creates conflict for no reason, third quarter conflict. But this is like out of left field. Like, it's just like as she like added it in and was like oh that would make this book so good but I feel like if she wanted that to be like really impactful then it should have been introduced to the readers like at the beginning so we knew what was going on because because of that like there was it wasn't like a you know like I mean it's like an empty plot point yeah there like all in all there is no plot in this book and I guess like it's meant to be stretched over multiple um multiple books but even if there is like if even if there's like a series at least like each book has its like own plot and maybe like the end leaves you on a cliffhanger this cliffhanger is so stupid it's she finds out it's a bet and like 
he says some stuff and she finds out some like disgusting things it's not even a cliffhanger it's like girl at this point just just leave him like why do you keep going back to him he's disgusting he's terrible um and you just keep putting yourself in that situation over and over again and like at this point it kind of makes it like hard to feel sorry for her because she keeps doing it over and over again and she like just doesn't learn her lesson like there is no plot there is no nothing it's just I have like nothing more to say about this book other than that it's terrible and I have like the worst time reading um I so I watched a video on like someone's rant review of after so I could kind of like um like summarize my thoughts and things like that and one of the comments is this book is the epitome of glamorized walking red flags kind of boyfriend and naive innocent virgin girls with super low self-esteem I'm sorry but it's true like he's so like quote-unquote bad and she's so quote-unquote good and it's like horrible like they play on stereotypes so much and they don't even like keep to the stereotypes and like I told you this earlier in the episode but there's like random parts where like the author will just like bring up like random piercings he has like out of left field like it'll be like oh I look at him and his lip piercing is jutting out of his lip and it's like did we did we need to write that like we know he's a baddie like <laughs> it just makes, and it grosses me out to say that too like it makes me physically cringe like there is certain like oh another thing the author does is like um bring up random words and like run with it like chuckle jerk um skank she keeps using the, those really bad words and like it just makes me cringe because it's like someone sat there and like she sat there and wrote this and like obviously I think that the book is really long because on Wattpad like I think people can release like chapters like every week so it wasn't supposed to be like a book like a traditionally published book but I think it could have went through like a better editing process and then like I just don't know I I would agree with Duani. I think bottom line, I didn't enjoy it. Um, sorry to yuck your yum if you like this book. Um, I think that if you want to look for like something like a guilty pleasure or something like that, I would definitely not recommend this. I would recommend something else. Um, secondly, I guess, I guess relating to that, like I think if you like romance books, like it doesn't have to be a guilty pleasure. You can like romance books. Like something, something to know about Duani and I, like we really like reading romance books. Like that's like one of our favorite genres and I don't really find like an issue reading it like it's inter it's interesting and entertaining and I really think it's weird when people are like oh you read that and it's like yes yes I do um so if you're like looking for a good romance I would not read this as a romance honestly this is like a case study for like an abusive relationship um and so because it's not even entertaining and not even like enjoyable I had to give it a one star because it's like if I were not doing this for the podcast, I would DNF it. Yeah, it's it's just not a good book. I mean, I think throughout this episode, Hannah and I have given our reasons as to why. I'm sure there's like 500 more reasons as to why this book sucks. But it's just not even like one bit of it was enjoyable. So like, I am definitely not reading any of the books after this because I just... <laughs> it was so hard to like make it through this book so um I just I honestly cannot like this book isn't even like love it's like lust and it's like oh he looks hot she looks hot blah 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 there is like no love there's no plot there's no nothing in this book mm -hmm. so yeah. yeah like Hannah I would have to give this a um one out of ten yeah not good um and so that was our like review talk of after um we're gonna do this again I think Dewani like do, like I think we had fun right I mean like not fun but like I think it was good to talk about this book and like have our own little like book thingy um so I think we'll do this again I think we'll make this a series um so what book do you guys want us to read next like um, we can read basically anything like um, so just tell us what you want us to read um, I really don't have any ideas maybe we'll read something a little bit like better next time something that like maybe people like expect us to like um, but with that uh, Donnie do you have any other thoughts um, I think that's pretty much it
yeah okay so make sure to go follow us on instagram at even little things podcast and there you can probably um dm us and tell you tell us what you want us to read next um and yeah yeah so our podcast is dedicated to sharing advice mistakes confessionals and giving you peace of mind on all things impacting teens today because it's not just hearing about you know little things it's us too we hope you'll join us next time bye